problem with exit planning is too many owners think, well, I'm going to start planning when I get close to wanting to exit the business. And it's too late for many owners at that point. Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI. And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI. Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning, sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. We'll get into this episode's conversation right after this. Gain the insight and knowledge that thousands of business owners and their advisors have used to plan for the future. The BEI membership equips you with the proven process that enables owners to exit their business on their terms. Receive access to case studies, podcasts like the one you're listening to now, a resource toolkit, and so much more. Cement your position as the trusted advisor to your most successful clients. Get started today by visiting exitplanning.com forward slash membership. That's exitplanning.com forward slash membership. Welcome to a new episode. We are back today to talk about exit planning for business owners. And John and I thought that today was a good day to sort of take a step back and maybe look at the concept and the scope of exit planning and mm. how we've seen it play out with business owners that we've known and advisors that our company BEI has supported and try to see if we can get some clarity and maybe some, I don't know, some consistency about what exit planning really is. I think it's a term that a lot of people throw right. around and maybe maybe we could all get ourselves on the same page. And so, John, do you want to start or do you want me to start okay, with? Well, I, I can kick what it is off. It? Yeah. So this topic today really harkens back to our 2016 business owner survey in which we asked the questions to, to owners about what they thought about exit planning. Do they need to start exit planning? We got a variety of answers from owners, uh, a lot of it having to do with, I don't need to start exit planning today because, and then they would give us a number of different reasons. And one of them is, well, I'll start to plan for my exit when I'm ready to exit. And at least to me, that indicates a fundamental misunderstanding of what exit planning is. And so Elizabeth and I are going to talk about what we think exit planning is. And we may not have exactly the same definition or understanding of exit planning. We, we all know what we want to do with exit planning, but what is exit planning? And so for me, we, especially if you're an advisor listening, and we have to get an understanding, a grasp of what owners believe exit planning is as we begin that first discussion with them. From my perspective, most of exit planning is really the planning and the actions based on that planning leading up to an actual exit event. I sell to a third party. I start to transfer ownership to my kids or my management team or to an ESOP but it's all the planning that has to occur usually for many years leading up to that date that really defines exit planning. And I think you have a slightly different approach. Well, I, I feel like, I have to say, I feel like the term is just not that ambiguous, even though <laughs> there, is some, there is some data that, sh that maybe indicates that it is. So, you know, 
I think I and when I teach about it, I say, you know, exit planning is a little bit of exit, but a lot of emphasis on planning. Right. And so it is it is, you know, if we could somehow put the word exit in sort of regular font and then put planning in bold and italics and maybe with an underline and maybe a bigger font, then that would maybe communicate what I think about it. Exit is just sort of a thing and planning is what you're actually doing. And and so I don't, in my head, I really have a hard time when people think, well, well, it has, you know, this is thing, these are things that we do at the time of the exit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not really a lot of planning. So I find it to be sort of, you know, linguistically imprecise to to decide that exit planning means exit. If you if it was all about just the departure from the business, you would just call it exit, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, I don't think you would call it planning unless there was. I think planning implies that there's something happening in advance uh, to get ready for a thing mm-hmm. that's going to mm-hmm. happen. So anyway, I am probably not the best person, the best person to ask about it because I just don't find it that confusing. But I will say that uh, I have some experience with uh, groups of, uh, you know, any number of planning oriented professional firms and individual advisors, some of whom will say, oh, I can't talk about exit to my clients because they think that that has a connotation like they're going to leave and leaving is bad and leaving is risky and leaving sends a message to their Mm -hmm. employees or their competitors or their customers. And so leaving is something that they don't want to talk about. And so exit is not something they want to plan for. And I have to call it, you know, succession planning, or I have to call it, you know, business planning, or I have to call it, you know, business growth strategies or something like that. And then there's this whole other group of professional firms who've really embraced the concept of exit planning and tell their clients, you know, if you don't have a plan, then you are at risk and you are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I'd like to help you design a plan that under whatever circumstances happen to take place, you will exit this business. Why don't we do something about that? So there's this whole camp of kind of advisors and firms who really embrace and sort of carry the flag of exit planning and carry it very uh-huh. out front and and with no shame. And then there's other advisors who say, I can't talk to my clients about that. So John, when you're traveling around the country, uh-huh. what do you see? And, and I do think we have to be sensitive to clients and their understanding and expectations because they're the ones who we really care the most uh-huh. about. So. What do you hear? Well, I think I think things have shifted over the 15 plus years we've been doing exit planning here at BEI. I think initially uh, advisors were very cautious in saying the word exit planning to their clients because they assumed the owners would be afraid to discuss that, mm-hmm. I guess. I think that's shifted now. I think exit planning is a much more accepted term Right, more awareness among uh, that, business There's owners. much more I think awareness. we're also seeing that in our data, too, that there's yeah. building survey after survey. There's building awareness among owners that exit planning is even a thing to do, a thing that is done mm-hmm. among owners, and that they have a sense, which may be accurate or maybe not, but they have a sense of where they are in that process. Mm-hmm. So I agree that sort of the sort of confusion or stigma that might have been associated with it 15 or 20 years ago does seem to have gone away. I, I think it's it's starting to go away, but there are other yeah. things that we have to look at. First of all, 
especially if as an advisor, you really had no training in the exit planning process, whether it's ours or somebody else's, uh, it's very easy for you or for an advisor to think of exit planning from the narrow focus of your core profession. So for example, for a financial planner, it might be, well, exit planning to me is preparing a financial plan to indicate to the owner what type of resources he or she has to have in order to exit. Mm -hmm. If I'm a life insurance advisor, I may think of exit planning more as business continuity planning. What happens if you die business owner? What happens to your plan? That's your exit. Uh, so, and if you're a CPA or a lawyer, you'll have a different approach to what exit planning means to you and therefore what it, how you discuss that with a client. So maybe, and even as Elizabeth and I talk about exoplan, we have uh, not a different understanding of what it is, but maybe a different emphasis on uh, what exoplaning is. So maybe we should start with this question. When should owners begin to plan for their exit? Right, I think among advisors and professional firms and business owners, you get a lot of different answers. Yes, you do. Right? This is a big confused mess right now, I think. So my guess is owners are hearing different things from different advisors. Right. And I guess if you think about it, so, you know, when I was, I don't know, you know, 24 years old and I didn't own anything and I didn't, I didn't have any children and I did, I also didn't have an estate plan. And I didn't have an estate plan because I didn't have anything worth planning for. You know, I think I had a futon and some pots and pans, stuff like that. So I did not have an estate plan because I didn't have anything to lose if I didn't have one. So if something had happened to me at age 24, you know, there just wasn't a lot at stake. And as you know, so then as I got older and I was building um, you know, well, I wouldn't call it wealth, but what do we call it? Savings? That's yeah. what you would have called it in your 20s. Uh, I was building, so maybe I had money in the bank and I was married and I, um, and then, and then, you know, eventually I have children and eventually I buy a home. And now I start to kind of have things that I want to, I, I want to, I want to decide. I want to have a little bit of control over what happens. Mm-hmm. People do this with their, you know, when they have young children, I think. And so then I had something to plan for. Uh, because if I didn't plan and I didn't write it down and I didn't do anything about it, then uh, then things outside of my direct control would take over and do what they thought mm-hmm. is best. So you know, state law or my family or something like that. And so once I had a situation where I felt like I was better off with me deciding, then I could do a plan. So I think a lot of people have had that experience. And maybe that's one of the things to consider if you're a business owner, which is that if you have something that is vulnerable or if you have something that's at stake, if something happens to you or uh, if any number of circumstances might happen in the future, you decide you decide you want to sell, you have a health issue and you can't mm-hmm. work, you uh, have employees who you want taken care of, then maybe once you have something to lose or something that you feel like 
your decisions would get a better result than someone else's, maybe that's when a business owner should start planning. It's when they have something worth worth planning for. Is that oversimplified? I don't know. Yeah, I know it's not the approach that I would take. I, I would look at um, planning begins when you decide you want to have, you may be saying the same thing, when you want to achieve a particular goal. Sure. Yeah, for you That's in the estate planning. That's not what I planning. said, but I think it's a fair point. And, and so once we establish what that goal would be, then we have to start planning to see what has to happen for me to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And so planning, when we begin planning for our exit, which we're all going to have, um, really is dependent upon facts and circumstances to some extent. So if an owner's listening in with a net worth of $100 million uh, and their business is worth $75 million, I mean, we don't need to do a lot of exit planning to develop value because there's plenty of value there to maintain the owner's lifestyle. I would agree that they don't need planning any less than anybody else. They just need different planning. They need different planning. So here's a quick example. Uh, Many years ago, I was doing an estate plan, really, for a business owner whose business was worth $362 million. And so they, but they were coming in not to do exit planning, to do estate planning. And we sat down and I made, I, I began the conversation, well, let's call, say his name is Harry. Harry, boy, you've got a great net worth. And I know you've got children. So my guess is that we need to do some planning on how to start transferring some wealth to your kids in trust so it's carefully protected and we start to minimize estate taxes. And Harry said, no, I, I don't want to do that. I said, why not? He said, well, I don't think I have enough net worth now that I can afford to start giving it away. Hmm. So we can't, we can't make assumptions on what owner's goals are, but we do need to determine what they are. Then the plan can begin to take shape of how to achieve that owner's goals and aspirations based upon what the owner has. And that planning may take a number of years of planning and acting uh, to achieve those goals before the owner is going to be prepared to exit his or her business. So, but we need to, the, the planning to me, the problem with exit planning is too many owners think, well, I'm going to start planning when I get close to wanting to exit the business. And it's too late for many owners at that point. They haven't planned and acted soon enough. And I think that's one of the big issues in exit planning. Right. And I also think something that you're alluding to, you've, you've sort of mentioned it in passing a couple of times, mm. is that planning, you're kind of saying, you know, planning and action. And, and I'm not sure that everybody, you know, sort of assumes that those two things go together, although you and I do. Yeah. And, so, and so to us, I think it's really important that advisors who sort of want to follow the BEI methodology and process for planning understand that a plan to us is not a sort of, we will uh, grow value, yeah. we will develop our key people, we will um, prepare the company for sale, and we will uh, put in place you know safeguards yeah. against contingencies mm-hmm. or something like that. That's not really what our plans are. Our plans are, okay, as you said, the goals that 
that each client wants to achieve, whatever mm -hmm. those are, mm -hmm. and they might be to grow value or they might be to transfer wealth to their children or they might be to uh, you know, take over the world in their industry, we don't really know. So once we find those out, then it's both planning and action. And so to us, sort of thinking it through and saying, well, you're really gonna need to do something about this and you need to, you need to do something about that would be totally incomplete to you and me. Oh, and I right. think other advisors think that that's maybe what planning is to sort of say, it's maybe like an intention. But to us, and I think to business owners who are listening and need to you know, go to their advisors and start the process or start the conversation, they need to be looking for an action plan. Mm -hmm not a thinking plan or an evaluation plan or a an intentional plan that mm -hmm. here's the way I kind of see things going it needs to be an action plan with specific things connected that will say okay this action will support that goal in the following way and if you can't connect those things then really I don't think you have a plan at all do you? and well, and it, so that's yeah. got to be critical so so again, you know, let's backing up again. So as we create an exit plan, at least the way our advisors that we train would do an, an exit plan is they're going to discover and work with the owner to find the owner's goals and aspirations. They're going to create a realistic goals. And then the planning is going to be, well, in order to achieve these goals, starting from where you're at today, the following actions will be needed. This is who is going to take this action by mm -hmm. this date. So planning is, is concrete. It's something that is actual, it's objective, it's time-driven. And it's usually, for most owners, not all, it's usually, usually involves growing the value and cash flow of the company. And then we're gonna take, we're, the planning and action begins and it doesn't end until the owner has successfully exited the business. That's very different than just say, oh, I'm gonna do exit planning. Right, right. And I do, I think this is a fair point because we've got different kinds of plans. I'm just thinking about how, you know, we are basically a sort of a technology and tools and training kind of a company here at BEI. And so for our large corporate customers, uh, we have to deliver things called a disaster recovery plan and a uh, and a vendor management plan. And it really is sort of a description of if these circumstances happen, then, then I will do these things. And you kind of write it out mm -hmm. and you never do anything with it. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had to yet. Yeah. And those are plans all the same, but to you and me, a plan is a well thought out series of action steps that that go together in a particular way in order to achieve some goals. And if we take this all the way back to the original question of when does a business owner need to think about planning? Well, then I think it becomes a lot more obvious mm -hmm. that planning starts today. And I'm still going to I'm still going to support my own opinion that if you have something worth planning for, you should start planning. But I also tend to agree with what you're saying, which is that if you have a goal, you should start planning for that too. I think I'm gonna go with both things mm -hmm. are true. And probably it depends on the business owner, which one is driving their their decision to take action mm -hmm. more. But business owners should be going to their 
most trusted business advisor, whoever that is, and saying, I need an action plan that will get me from where I am today to where I want to be in the future. Because business owners mm -hmm. that we know have an idea of what they, the future looks like. Do you, do you tend to agree? Yeah, I, I agree. I guess I would just, I would emphasize more the need to consider exit planning as something that does need to begin now, even though the owner may not want to exit for many years. And the planning is really a roadmap. Mm -hmm. We talk about a roadmap all the time and at yeah, it's really to create a roadmap that we embark upon this, the owner embarks upon this journey right now of, of achieving a series of intermediate benchmarks or goals on the way to achieving financial independence and other goals. And it's, it's not something that can, you can start as an owner when you get, when you think you're ready to, ex to exit the business. Uh, and it's not something you can say, well, I want to leave in five years uh, and then probably do nothing about it. But regardless, you don't know whether you can exit in three years or five years or it's going to take you 10 years. Right. And you won't know that until you create a roadmap. Right. I had I had one client who uh, the goal was to grow the business to a particular size. And there were pretty, it's um, pretty well known multiples in the industry for when a larger company would would make an acquisition. So he knew how large he wanted to grow his business in order to get the multiple that was that was, you know, historically pretty accurate and sell the business for the price that that he wanted to get. So he kind of had this sense mm -hmm. of what he wanted to do. And all the planning was based on kind of setting up this company for growth retention of the most important and valuable people, ability to attract quality talent. Mm -hmm. And so that was really very heavy on um, setting up your systems and processes correctly from the beginning mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and growing value and focusing on people. And that was sort of a, you know, a long arc that this client went through and, and did get to that level sell the business and had a very successful sale. But I've also had clients who their goal was very different. They have insider transfer, as we call it, sort of goals of having people who have worked for the company for a long time mm -hmm. take over ownership. And then all of the action steps become very different and the goals are very clear. But I've seen some of those clients who I've stayed in touch with over the years create a sort of a series of almost, I, I was gonna say cascading, but they, they kind of don't, they're more like stair-step building an action plan to get everybody to this level, which is ownership among this group of people, stability in the company, very limited or non-existent debt among the shareholders for acquiring, get yeah. stable, grow the business, then do a whole nother series of planning to achieve the next set of goals, which are completely different. So over you know a 15 or 20 year time span, I'm seeing multiple phases of planning with completely different outcomes or goals and completely different action plans. And you've probably seen this with long-term clients that you work mm -hmm. with as well, where the goals change and as they do, the planning needs to change and the action items need to change as well, right? Right, but that's, uh, I, yeah, I think it's well said. Uh, I think we've talked a lot about exit planning and, and how it can mean different things to different people. But at the end of the day, I think it means when we're working with business owners, or if you're a business owner, uh, 
the planning starts now. It, the planning starts by determining your goals and your resources and what it's going to take to achieve those goals. And then you create your roadmap that you're going to go down. Uh, it's a series of planning objectives that then require action that's defined in the roadmap so that you can progress as the way, the way you're talking about. Exit planning is not planning that you begin when you're ready to exit. You really usually are going to plan before you're ready to exit, years before. Right. I think that's a, a very appropriate takeaway. And if that's the one thing that people listening are uh, sort of sort of take and then maybe use, maybe move themselves forward mm -hmm. just one step mm -hmm. after this, then then we've done something worth doing. And, and ultimately, that's why we plan. That's why we plan. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode. For more content like this, please visit exitplanning.com.